Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, Kinderlach. It's Rabbi Edelman, ready, here to tell you something gishmak for Parshas Kukas. Guess who dies in this week's Parshas Kukas? Aaron HaKohen. And everyone, even ladies, cried about this. Oi, we lost such a tzaddik. Aaron? He was so nice to us. He cared for us. Aaron HaKohen had such a warm heart for each Jew. It says about Aaron that he loved peace. Ohev Shalom. He saw two Jews that were acting friendly and peaceful with each other, and he just quelled about it. It's called Ohev Shalom, and we are supposed to be our own students. Ohev Shalom. The story goes that when Aaron would see two Jews fighting or arguing with each other, it would hurt him very much. But he wouldn't just walk away and say, I guess they'll have to sort it out. No, there must be shalom. I'm going to do something about it. So Aaron would walk over to the one man. Let's say his name was Ruvain. And Aaron would say to him, My son Ruvain, did you notice how bad your friend Shimon feels about this fight that you're in? It tears his heart. He's ripping his clothes about it. I even heard Shimon say, Woe for me, how can I look at Ruvain in the face? I'm so embarrassed from facing him because this fight is all my fault. Aaron knew that you're allowed to change the truth in order to bring Shalom between Yidin. Aaron would sit at Ruvain's side until all of Ruvain's bad feelings against Shimon would go away. Then Aaron would say goodbye and walk over to Shimon's house. And Aaron would tell Shimon the same thing. He would say, Shimon, did you notice how bad Ruvain feels about this fight? It's eating him up. Ruvain is ripping his clothes over it. I even heard Ruvain say, Woe for me, how can I ever look at Shimon in the face again? I am so embarrassed from facing him because this fight is all my fault. Aaron would sit beside Shimon until all of Shimon's bad feelings against Ruvain would go away. Then, after that, Aaron would leave. Then, when Ruvain and Shimon met next, they would hug each other and kiss each other and make up. They were great friends again. There's another midah that Aaron HaKohen had. It's called Rodef Shalom, chasing peace. It means if peace is running away from you, you don't just let it go. Make sure to run after it and get it back. You might have to apologize when you really didn't do anything wrong, but it will be well worth it. You'll be considered one of our own students. Rodef Shalom. I'm about to tell you a true story about chasing peace that happened about 20 or 30 years ago. There was a girl from America who went to seminary in Yerushalayim after she finished high school. Her name was Tova, and something happened between her and her friend, Bela. And Bela was very hurt 
and just would not forgive Tova. Tova really felt bad about the lack of shalom between them. Seminary was over, and they both went back to the United States. One day, Tova called Bela on Bela's house phone, on the telephone, to see what she could do to get forgiveness. In those days, most people didn't have cell phones, but every time Tova called, she didn't end up speaking with Bela. Either Bela would refuse to come to speak on the phone, or if Bela by accident picked up the telephone and said hello, as soon as she heard Tova's voice, Bela hung up the phone. So Tova had to call up her close Rav, Harav Shalom Eisman from Yerushalayim. Rav Eisman advised her by saying like this, this is not a matter that you can take care of over the phone, Tova. Rav Eisman said, Tova, you must go over to Bela's house and meet her face to face. You must show Bela how much tsar you have that you aren't in full peace with her. So Tova followed her Rav's advice. She drove with her car over to Bela's house. But as she got to Bela's house, Bela was just then busy pulling out her own car from her driveway. So Tova thought, I must make shalom with Bela now. So Tova began following Bela's car down the road. She was chasing peace. Tova wanted peace so badly that she succeeded in overtaking Bela. That means Tova zoomed her car faster in the next lane over from Bela's car and was now ahead of Bela. Then there was a stoplight. A red light at an intersection means stop and let cars on the other street start to drive by. So Tova stopped at the red traffic light with Bela's car right behind her. So Bela had to stop her car. And there was a whole row, a whole line of cars behind them, waiting for the traffic light to turn green again. Then Tova quickly jumped out of her car and went to talk to Bela right behind her. Tova knew that she has less than one minute before she needs to get into her car and drive again. People were wondering, what's going on with that girl? And Bela? She rolled down her window and she started to shout, What are you doing, Tova? Get back into your car! But Tova just stood there and said, I'm not moving until you forgive me. Then the horns started honking from all the cars behind them. The light was about to turn green. And Bela honked her horn and said, Go back to your car! But Tova just stood there peacefully in the street and said, I'm not moving until you're Michael me. So Bela said, Okay, okay, I'm Michael you, I'm Michael you. We'll talk about it. Tova said, When? Where? Bela said, Come to my house at nine o'clock tonight. We'll talk. And now she was smiling at Tova because she knew how serious Tova was about making Shalom. Tova was running after Shalom. Bela knew how bad Tova must have felt. Okay, Tova went back to her car, and they all drove away. After Tova met with Bela, all of their bad feelings went away, and Shalom came back between them. That's what I mean about Rodev Shalom. That's called chasing peace. Tova was a student of Aaron HaKohen, and we should do the same. For more stories, or to make a donation, visit our new website, MusaStories.com
Yeah, I'll see you next time.